0: So it begins. Let's get the next game on, which is hello, you bunch of feckless cunts. It is I, oh, I'm sorry, I mean, hello, friends and neighbors. It is I, Scoogie Sprite from Best Link Games Podcast. Yes, of course, we are here for ah, oh, god damn it. Ah, more! we are here for episode 188 of the Best Link Games Podcast being recorded for you on this. Very early Monday of June 4th, uh, 2018, at uh, 2, 11 a.m. Pacific Coast Time, Left Coast Time, Coast to the Most, so far our sequel friends, that would make it 2018, uh, what, 05? Yeah, 05, 04 at 02, 1100 hours. Ah, uh, crack engineer, I wore Molina over there in the booth, holding up the whiskey sign because we do indeed have reasons to celebrate this week Mm. several reasons actually whiskey signs so good oh oh Oh, yes whiskey but Ivor forgot to remind me to pee beforehand so Ivor you're fired so that brings us to our top stories this week first of all there is no column this week why and why are we late Mm, let's have some whiskey before delving into the hoary netherworld of this so I don't know either like I have some sort of nanovirus or some sort of like hideous hideous horrible disease probably known as imminent death did you remember to fire Ivor? Ivor you're fired! I blame Ivor for this. But for... Oh, God. It's weird, because I woke up at 9 o'clock last night. Sunday night. I woke up at 9 o'clock. And unlike other times when I wake up having no idea what the fuck has happened to me, I had a very distinct recollection of what had happened. What's happening to me? Oh come on! We gotta get that. Hang on. Where is it? Where is it? Ah, oh, you see, this is why I miss spooky Soundboard, and oh, this is becoming stressful. Oh, no, not that one. I want the other one. I want you guys about to help me. And let the right one in. But anyway, um, that's a great movie. For B. there you go. There's the movie exchange. S N B and I have been exchanging movies. Anyway, unlike many other uh, moment during my younger life where I woke up having no idea where the fuck I was or what the fuck I had been doing, I woke up at nine o'clock yesterday, p.m. Very much aware, kids. Let me put you this way. I know that especially once you're high, you know, off of weed legally purchased here in Las Vegas. I know that especially once you're high, the Tide Pods they get you really super duper high. I know. I was on a magical adventure with fucking elves and there were wizards and I hate elves and wizards and there was even a fucking worm dragon, very hairy fuzzy worm dragon stupid name named Falkor, he had sparklers for teeth, and we went on this fucking adventure and it was really, really really, 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 really cool but do not eat the Tide Pods along with broken glass from your beer bottles, otherwise you end up vomiting blood for like two days so yeah I finally, like, I, this started on, like, Thursday. And trust me, and do not be alarmed, my friends. Do not be alarmed. I'm an American. We are used to eating things far worse than broken glass and Tide Pods. We are used to eating fucking Trump's endless amounts of lies. But, on top of that, we're also used to eating all of our fast food and stuff, which is great. It is, it is magnificent. Um, in my case, I have it, I I prefer to have it delivered to me. Mm. Which is awesome. But uh, but in all seriousness, don't freak out when I say that I was vomiting blood because I i mean I was and I was doing it for a very long time and I thought very seriously Sunday morning around noon if well not around noon, around eh, around the inter- interstitial moments of me being awake during uh, because this was like this went on for days. This is it peaked on Thursday, but it kind of went on and on and on and on. It was nowhere near as bad as the Norvo, nor uh, the Nor uh, Norvo or Noro. I always get them confused. It says Ken Nordine, who does the magnificence. Well, he's dead, but anyway, bottom line is. Have no fear, my friends. I am not in imminent peril. But I I was thinking, if this doesn't get any better by Monday, then I, I am going to see a doctor. And I hate doctors. Doctors are not my friends. What gives me the expertise? Well, my friends, if this is your breakfast music, then please turn it off immediately for a lot of years in fact my entire life literally my entire life up until the time I turned fuck well getting getting late did help but it wasn't the time I turned fuck it wasn't fuck o'clock um up until the time I turned uh, my uh, I was trying to piece this timeline together I've only been awake for a very few hours more whiskey is the answer um, these dates and times get difficult to manage as your perspective of time warps as you hurtle endlessly towards a mindless middle age as you simultaneously wonder is this a punishment is this what, what I mean I've done horrible things but why anyway um dates and stuff become somewhat meh. I know that circa 2007 I had not discovered yet the miracle of Prilosec and I remember telling Todd Cavaness when we were both summoned by uh, uh, not Tom Cruise and not Ted Cruz Ted Turner when we were summoned to Ted Turner to Boston to do a poetry reading Most money I ever made in one day in my life. Um, Todd Kavanis will recapitulate that same statement. And no, he has not been coached. And he is an excellent poet. And an excellent video gamer. And a good friend. One of those people that I really wish that when that had happened that Facebook had still been there. But anyway. They put us up in fucking... We laughed our asses off, by the way. Me and Todd... Drinking top shelf fucking whiskey. I had to catch a plane. Um, but we drank. I'm like, I'm like, hey, Todd, 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 Todd. They're gonna send us back to the hotel any minute now. So, oh my god, and I love Boston. That was the first and only time I've ever been there. It was in June. And it was fantastic. Here's what happens in Boston in June when you stay literally half a block from Fenway in a five star fucking hotel. It was amazing. You're a block away. I, I, I have to digress. I have to tell you this story. You need to know this story. Everyone needs to know this story. Everything that we could charge to our rooms, totally expensive. You know, does not matter. No money from us, because we've been flown out there along with like three or four other video game poets, it was fantastic, and we did our reading at the fucking butt crack of dawn, which was just abhorrent, but that's okay, they truck us out to this place anyway, they take us back and I already experienced the day before what June in Boston is like so you have this art school that's right there by Fenway you have this other college that's right there by Fenway. Boston is an impossible town to navigate. I have never tried. I have never learned. I would love to go back. Because the people in Boston, fucking crazy. They are crazy people. And they're immediately, it's impossible not to like them. They're like New Yorkers, but, but they're insane. And they're not they their default is not assholeism. I love New York too, by the way. Don't get me wrong. I like to visit New York. I could never ever ever live in New York and I probably could never ever live in Boston. Boston. But uh they get involved in your life. I'm sorry, we're we're spending way too much time on this. This is what happens when I'm not drunk while I'm doing the podcast. We end up spending 200 hours on So, I'm in Boston, and uh, Todd Kavanis, actually, that that day, while I was shipping out, oh god, my phone just rang. Um, we're gonna pretend that we heard none of that. I have pressing issues, which is why you can call me Maurice Chavez. I have pressing issues for today, but so Todd Kavanis and I retire. My name, my real name is Seth Fingers Flambarkin, of course. So, like, there's mutual incrimination in this, then it is, it belongs to, well, at least in part that I know of, it belongs to we? Him and I? (laughs) I don't know. Oh, God. Oh, God. More whiskey. Where's the whiskey? So, I'm like, Todd, they're going to ship us out of this fucking arcade, they're going to ship us back to the hotel. Any minute now, they're going to get that shuttle bus and we're going to be back. And I'm still playing. This is a long time ago. Actually, I just realized I conflated. Oh, that's where the error in the timeline was. We were playing Emergency 911 2. And I was explaining to Todd Kavanagh how I was madly in love with this girl and how I was going to marry her and I was going to move to Portland and how I was a dirty cop with nothing left to lose in this empty arcade I'm like, Todd Todd, they're gonna ship us out of here they're gonna ship us back to the hotel I gotta get back to my car somehow today my car being in Vegas and we'd had nothing to drink yet, and it was like uh, eleven o'clock. We also saw that morning the most disfigured human being I've ever seen, ever in public at lunch. And I am not saying that as like a disrespect or anything, but I saw the most disfigured human being I've ever seen in my entire life at lunch that morning. And I I've been riding my mole skiing the entire time, and I. And everyone was kinda horrified because lunch was on the producers and stuff. Um, and I, I I slid Tom over Hang on. I slid Tom over a note from my mole scheme. The fact that the guy was disfigured, he was not with us. It does not matter. But it was amazing, and everyone had drawn my attention to him. For some reason I kind of remembered I was seated at the head of the table. It was like the whole cast and crew. Anyway. God. My heart reeked with pity. But I I had written a poem earlier that morning. Before the bus had come. The short bus for us. The poets. Just as it should be. To come pick us up and take us to the arcade. God damn it. If that is how the afterlife is. Then so be it. I will take that. I will trade that for all vengeance. I do not believe in an afterlife. But anyway, the the short poem that I had written that morning at like fucking 3.45 in the morning was of how expert I had become because the girl at that time, this this had to have been 2005-ish, not 2008-ish. poem I had ran was how all about how I become expert at vomiting blood over the previous four years which is okay it's not okay at all Um, but that was before I discovered the miracle of Prilosec which has prevented me generally from vomiting blood even with the most grotesque and um I don't know dictatorial mandates placed upon my digestive gastrointestinal tract and uh the reason I mention that is that uh everyone was kind of horrified that I did not eat all of the seafood that had been placed in front of us um And then we went back to the arcade, which was immediately adjacent next door. I think the name of the seafood restaurant was Jason's Best. Something like that. Franchise that we do not have out here in Vegas. It was like the Applebee's of seafood, I think. It was very good. I had very good popcorn shrimp, but there was so much. It was like a ton of popcorn popcorn shrimp. And anyway, felt like a cocksucker, but anyway, I grabbed, uh, grabbed Todd Cavanaugh. Let me make sure that's his name. Before I further impugn him, you guys, Decker's here. And- ah, oh my god! Oh my god! Could have been worse. It Well, it couldn't have been much worse. Because, like, I mean, the only thing worse than that was porn. Because that was some guy telling me how to get back to Sector Zero in uh, Dying Light, which we'll get to in a moment. Um,. Todd Kavanis has gone on to have a fucking blameless life. And he looks great! Ah, I'm finding him on Facebook. We're friends. But, uh... Anyway. I wonder if he's still... Oh, he is still trapped out in Orlando, Florida sorry Todd you're gonna have to die along with all the rest of the Floridians along with all the rest of the Texans acceptable losses as I elucidated at great length during Linux fest Northwest to the JB squad this year anyway the bottom line is I grabbed Todd and I'm like Todd soon they're gonna be sending us they're gonna be sending us back to the hotel I'm gonna get some money for parking. But I'm going to ask the producer. You know what, Todd? It's best if you don't know anything about this. But I want you to meet me in the hotel bar. As soon as you get packed. Because we did not have another night. Well, some of us did have another night at that hotel. I had to come back because I had to write for the paper. But... (laughs) So, there's Todd Cavanaugh and I. This is a story previously undisclosed ever. Todd, Ka- can we get. Oh my God, it's just falling apart here. I'm going to pause this. Ivor, no, get back here and pause this. Press the. I know my mouse cursor is hovered over the. I want you to do it, though. You do it. Oh, you want me to fire you again? Okay, so I just messaged Todd Cavaness. Let's let's. Hmm. This might be horrific. If oh, Jesus, I will. Del- I do not delete episodes, but this if if this embarrasses Todd, then I will completely delete this episode. But. I need this. Okay, we spent too much time on this. It's twenty minutes into the episode. He had this great poem about Spy Hunter. We instantly bonded. I I liked many of the poem po- many of their poems. Well, I did. I don't see people. I see poems. Um, they either rock or they don't. And then I kind of see the person in like a sketched out form. A little bit. Like if I have to meet you and here, you know, it's like going to a... And never mind. That was one of the craziest trips of my life. In all honesty. That did not end in disaster. So I'm like, Todd, they're going to send us back to the fucking hotel. I have to get back to my fucking... I have to get back to City Life. I can't remember what it was. But anyway, I'm like, Todd, when they ship us back to the hotel, which is like a fucking 30, 45 minute drive. I knew because... I knew because I had seen The Great Escape, and I had also seen... um Uh, eagle's nest, or where eagles dare, where eagles dare. So I timed our our insertion to the moment, plotting the miles in between in my head. Of course, this was a thousand years ago, so those those geogra- geographical de- details are now lost to the ancient mess of history. But I'm like, Todd, so it's gonna be like forty five minutes. I need about 30 to 40 minutes to pack up everything. But then I have everything in my hotel room. Are you leaving today? Yes, Skooky, I'm leaving today. All right. I know the others aren't leaving today. So when we get back to the hotel, they're gonna shuttle us back, you and me both. I know we're leaving on different flights, right? We worked out the details. Meanwhile, I'm a dirty cop with nothing left to lose. 9112, and I'm shooting my cuffs into the wind. I have taken off my sport coat. I have taken off my vest. Mm. All right, we will rendezvous in the hotel bar. Exactly one hour. I will reconfirm this with you. One hour after we drop. I had four hours at the hotel bar before I need to catch a train to the airport. Everything goes backwards and sideways. In I mean, it's like you want to talk about like a fucking Matrix world. Fuck it. You know what? We could just make this the entire episode of the show, but we're not going to do that because we're going to talk about a very specific game that is a game that you want on Linux. Well, uh, anyway. So Todd and I packed up our bags and sure enough everything unfolded as I I'm not reading from a script here I'm telling you the truth. And uh, I can't remember what time my, my train left to catch my plane but I had seen what sitting at a cafe bar Literally, like fucking within your 200 meters of Fenway Park and these museums had meant. It meant, it means in Boston in June. And forgive me if I sound like a skeevy pervert, because I make no apologies for being a skeevy pervert in a lot of ways. Um, I guess. I, I, I like girls and it, it they, they were see cause Boston is really cold Boston is really fucking cold all the time but in June it is a magical town the sun turns all of the brick and all everything into gold and everyone takes off all of their fucking clothes cause it's like once June arrives, it's like, oh, okay, we can go out in our bras and eat Oreos. I saw girls eating, like, you know, we're talking these college students. They're not like little girls. I mean, because that would be fucking bizarre and disturbing. Although, you know what? <laughs> At this, and now that I'm now that I'm much older than I was last time I was in Boston, it's not much more disturbing. To see, like, you know, these, like, fucking 22-year-old girls and shit running around eating Oreo cookies out of the bag in their underwear and the streets are paved with gold and that's why there are outdoor bars in so that, I guess that was the point. That's why there are outdoor Oh, wait, the point was point was I was sick but that was before Prilosec and I had I almost said messaged him. I had surreptitiously handed him this little note about how I had vomited blood while dreaming of Chopin because back before Prolosec, I used to fucking puke blood for three to four hours a day. It was ridiculous. So I'm not going to die. But anyway, so Todd Kavanis and I... (laughs) Let me just tell you more about his last name. Wait, hang on. L- let me let me get this for capture so that I can edit out all of his last name. Once this, I mean, this has to be published immediately. Cavaness. Cavaness. So those are, I mean, th- those will be two good things that'll flag. So we meet at the bar. And this is a five fucking star hotel. I mean, this is like the nicest hotel I've ever stayed at in my entire life. I'm wearing a secondhand sport coat, secondhand pants. The only thing that was not secondhand were my belt, my underwear, and I was not wearing a hat. If I don't, if I remember correctly. Um, other than that, the most expensive articles of clothing were my belt and my underwear, <laughs> which is still kind of true today. And so we reconvene in the bar. and we have between us, between I need between when I need to leave and between when he needs to leave. there is no checkout time for us, by the way. We tipple back maybe 500 dollars worth of booze. It was amazing. <laughs> <laughs> we had such a good time and all we did was do a reading and we went to this great pl- anyway <laughs> so when I say that I was vomiting blood all weekend it is yeah just a resurgence of older things Because it wasn't until like three years after that that I discovered the miracle of Prilosec and stopped vomiting blood forever. Except for when I'm drinking, getting stoned, eating Tide Pods, and broken beer bottle glass. So, there you go. We're going to skip the story about Dying Light, and we're going to get straight to our feature, which is called Ninja Gold. Although I should say that for those of for those of our listening audience who may have come to our stream on Twitch um expecting this weekend um to see more dying light stuff okay fine so we have to go to the previous two stories Oh yeah and so the ultimate bottom line of all of this was that I was sick this whole entire fucking weekend I I It was a lake of fire inside of my belly. And uh, yeah, there was lots of blood that was puked up. I know. Isn't that exciting? Aren't you glad you tuned in straight to me? Um, But, unless you're an expert at handling the raw terror of... Your body does not like to puke up blood. It doesn't like it. It really, really hates it. So... When you have really, really massive heartburn that makes you puke up blood. If you're an expert, in expert I-N-E-X-P in expert not an expert, not A-N space EXP, you know. You can freak out. You can freak the fuck out. It can be very scary. But I spent years of my life doing this. Years ago. But I'm older now, and uh it went on and on and on and on and on and on and on anon anon. I don't know what the fuck it was that I ate I uh, obviously I was not eating tide pods, do not eat tide pods, do not eat broken glass, but anyway, the bottom line is that um when I thought it was finally done somewhere around a a very hazy noon o'clock sunday i was very ready to sleep for a very long time cuz i had not been able to sleep at all at all at all for the entire weekend um and so lots of things got fucked up and shifted and etc and if this happens again sometime this week, I will see a doctor. Do not worry about me. I hate doctors though, and doctors kill you. Now, this is why we did not get to the bottom of and or describe for this week's episode of the podcast two things that were really awesome that happened to me. One is that in Dying Light, I discovered there is a whole other area than the main area that you start in. I know I'm probably the last person to describe to discover that. I'm not gonna tell you what the fuck it is. I will tell you that it's called Sector Zero, and you can only get there via, you know, uh the um story missions. But it is an entirely different area, and it is much harder. And mind balls belting mind balls beltingly mind slash balls. Meltingly beautiful. It is gorgeous. It is like you're in Venice instead of Haran. It's like old town Haran. Which is really interesting. Um, It's a pastiche of architecture that will test your fucking... And zombies there are fucking merciless. It will test your parkour skills to the, whatever, I don't know. I don't know if it will test them to the limit because I haven't been in the game yet, but I did happen to spy with my little eye that we were at 49% completion, so of the story. So there is that, and I just recently as a, like by recently I mean before, prior to starting this episode of the podcast discovered exactly how to get to and from Sector Zero without just randomly being ported on Game Quit back to the old part of Haran. And I need to know that because I need to go back to get more shit. On top of that, you probably have not seen a lot of those um, videos on Twitch because we've had Twitch streaming problems. Um, Twitch with OBS, sometimes, occasionally, it seems like during maintenance, or they might be blocking me, I don't know. I do not care. Does not matter, really, to me, because, fine, temporarily blocking me for, like, having, what, Bill Maher on for, like, fucking longer than two minutes while I forget to mute my microphone. I really can't give a, too much of a flying fuck. But earlier last week, after we posted our last episode of the podcast and stuff, and we got like a big bump in Twitter followers, and we got a huge bump in viewership on Twitch, so if people are, have discovered the podcast, and have been wondering where the fuck I've been for both the Twitch and the podcast since then, and you're new to the show, this is not how the show normally goes. Um, but anyway, there you go, so there's no column, and now Ivor based in with our feature do it because we get to check off something this week from our long-standing feature list our list of goals of games that we either need a game that is part of that franchise and is like the latest and the best of that franchise ported to Linux or we need a game that is a play-alike of that you know feature, blah, 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 and we've, this is a running feature that we've been doing ever since we started this podcast. Well, one of them has come home to roost, so we'll spend at least ten minutes talking about that so we can get some Linux gaming in on this fucking, this fucking show. Sound good? Let's do it. Face them with an Ivor! Do you think? Oh. My. God. It's Namibians! Namibians! Never gonna let you down. I can read your mind. This week's feature. I can't read you. I can't read you. I can read your mind. Take it, Scootie. Namibians! Well, since we did. Hello, and welcome to our feature. And since we did like a huge Todd Kavanaugh thing, welcome to Ninja Gold. Ninja Gold. That is our feature for this week. Thank you. First of all, before we proceed at all, let me extend my most heartfelt thanks to gamingonlinux.com, their Twitter stream for tipping me this to for for whoa, we need more whiskey. I hope that wasn't too disgusting for you. Ninja Gold. GamingOnLinux.com sent me to this via their Twitter feed, I think on Friday. Um And since we already did the long form retrospective uh Todd Ca- well Mr. TC thing which I don't know if he really wants to be associated with us so we might have to edit out his name I don't know I don't care because it's the truth and it was like well over the statute of limitations this has got to be well over a hundred thousand years ago told you you should have got on a sandwich get me on Linux on their Twitter feed broke the news that A game that I have waited and waited and waited and waited and waited and waited and and have pestered developers over for over uh, I mean since I switched to only Linux. We're talking like over a decade ago. And I've heard broken promises after broken promises after broken prom and etc. You know, you know the drill. And That's just one letter. The letter N. As in nonagenarian. N plus plus has come to Linux. Now if this is not a holy shit fucking come to Jesus moment for all of you, then I understand. Basically because it was available as a Flash game for free. But never with Linux support and people, rightly so, have a, um, an un- uh, not an unhealthy, but a, uh, the intervening decades of I'm not going to do a super huge story time. Here. We're going to do five minutes. Tops. <sighs> Fuck it was in a hotel in Yuma. I'm not kidding. And if you want to know more about that, this is so many years ago. This is after the aforementioned and I who I may have to have I might I might have to delete his name from every moment of this thing, but um of this podcast. But um I was there to bury one of my grandmothers and then I was there to drive back home to Vegas to play New Year's Eve and then to fly immediately after that was done to Yuma, or to um, uh, Tucson to bury my other grandmother. They both died 24 hours within 24 hours of each other and um They did so on Christmas and my Irish Catholic grandmother had to be buried first. So I guess that, so that doesn't make sense in the timeline. I wonder, I can't remember because this was like the worst. My grandfather died on my mother's side. My grandfather died on my mother's side um, almost on Christmas Eve or Christmas Day. As well. But that had been years before. Anyway, the bottom line was, I had to be in Yuma, had to play New Year's Eve here at the Golden Steer, and then had to bury my other grandmother. And that all had to happen within 72 hours-ish. Um... And so I, I arrived I arrived in Yuma. Yeah, I know it does make sense because yeah. I could tell you something very amusing about the convict who I'd evidently been seeing at that point, but it does not matter. So I'm there in this hotel room and I have I'm operating on no sleep. I just driven in I think I still had this gateway laptop. Those of you who wish to know more about this can check out the Twitch stream, click on the My Videos tab, and go to like one of the ones that's more long winded. Um, from like last eight to, to fifteen. I say that only because Twitch keeps cutting off my streams at like uh, one minute. Um, or they let them run forever. It I think they're like balancing system load or something. I do not think it has anything to do with. Me or us or Linux or anything like that. But I, there's a video in there of me streaming M where I tell you this whole story. Because I had only uh, an assortment. I had this Gateway laptop that was fantastic. It was a good, good laptop. Um, It's the first laptop I ever had that had a Wi Fi adapter built in. And I was playing N. Right up until the funeral, which, no, no, because it was, it was, my Jewish grandmother was buried first. But that doesn't make any sense. Yes, it does. My Jewish grandmother was buried first, and that was in Tucson. Then I flew back with my brother. I slept a few hours. I woke up at 8 o'clock that night. Could not get drunk at all because I had to drive the next day to Yuma. That was New Year's Eve. I know I had to drive that night. To Yuma to bury my other grandmother on New Year's Day. That's exactly what happened. But anyway, at some point in there, I was stuck with this fucking notebook computer. Great notebook computer. And it had no, but it hadn't, I mean, this is not the era of gigabytes on your notebook. This is a long time ago. And so I found solace for maybe too many hours in this game called N, which you can still play as freeware. Let's see N Flash Game. N version. N version 2.0 plus N plus is what you can play for free. Well, thanks to Gaming on Linux, and I played the fuck out of this game. I I was a Dark Jedi master at this game. Played it before the funerals, after the funerals. I mean, I played it for months and months and months before this horrible fucking New Year's Eve Christmas slash Christmas had happened. I had played it many times in Yuma. It was one of my go to games in Yuma. And I have waited. I've waited for M++ to come to Linux. We're talking over a decade. Easily. Easily over a decade. I've waited for it to come to Linux over a fucking decade. And guess what, kids? M++ has finally come to Linux. Now, I won't go further. Then telling you that N++ is $14.99. Just put in the N and then keep hold, capital N in the search bar. Keep holding down the shift key and uh, press the equal sign twice in your Steam client search bar. And bam, there it is, M It has come to Linux. N++ over the coming weeks because trust me it's going to dominate my mind you will see a full review I barring really crazy shit happening you will see a full review of M++ the very least, in the column but probably on this podcast. M++ is one of the best side-scrolling platformers ever made. It had for a time a user uh, uh, contributed bent that's very similar to FOSS. They just never made any of it FOSS. Compatible. Completely compatible with the FOSS. So in a sense, it's a lot like the side-scrolling platformer version of Minecraft. In a lot of ways. In a lot of very weird ways. I don't even know if that's even appropriate. But there you go. And that'll do us for this show. How is that? For the world's shortest feature? The world's biggest fucking talk-up? Oh yeah! Yeah! sorry, psych M++ also features on top of everything that has ever gone into N it does also feature cooperative modes solo play and trust me, if you're like me I dreaded this I've already logged like what, fucking two hours in this game Ninety-eight minutes, yeah, two hours, something like that. Ninjas love gold. What do ninjas love more than gold? They love escaping with all the gold. So every every level of N++ fits into a single window. There's no complicated camera scrolling here. You are tiny. You are ninja. There's gold. Gold in there are hills. There are also enemies. You have... Oh yeah, that's right. Did I mention that real ninjas? They, they have no offensive capabilities, in all honesty. None whatsoever. But they're very good at dealing with gravity. So you can climb up sheer walls... Let's imagine a rectangle turned with its uh, smaller side face down so other smaller side face up. Everything's parallel, okay? Well, you can climb straight up one of those walls. Make it as big as the screen. If you fall, you will die on impact. Now let's add two little ramps. Let's make a fractal out of it, out of the bottom Of this rectangle so divide the bottom into halves and then divide those two halves by half and then make uh, a platform with two sloping down sides okay well if you land on one of those two sloping down sides well then you're probably gonna be fine now let's add enemies Let's add enemies and obstacles. Let's add exploding mines. Okay, those are great. Exploding mines are fun. Parts of you will blow off, they'll blow up other exploding mines, but you'll be dead by then, so it won't matter. Your goal is to always get to two places. And this is it. This is all plus is all about. This is going straight out to and B, who's probably stopped listening by now. Because he hates side-scrollers. Your goal is to get to the button that opens the door. Then your goal is to get to the door. So we have these exploding lines. Alright, fine, we have exploding lines. Then we have floor-crawlers. Floor-crawlers are things that lurk in the corners. When you land on their same level, they come at you. Whether or not they can reach you or not. Ideally, you jump over them if they can reach you. Ideally, you hang back if they can't, but sometimes you have to move them like puzzle pieces. It's a somewhat puzzle-esque game. But it is not a puzzler. N++ is a fucking masterwork. Then, let's see, what else do we have that I can remember off the top of my head? Mm. Oh, you have uh, fixed-in-place missile launchers. These send humming missiles at you. One at a time. If you can dodge them, make them explode into something else, then another one will be sent after you immediately. They don't need line of sight to send the missile. Then there are laser turrets. Laser turrets don't need to really see you. You just need to get within a lock-on range and they fire a straight beam of death immediately at you. Which, if you're not there, then you don't die. But then you have to go above or underneath their target reticule because they have a target reticule that tracks you. Then there are my favorite. I can't remember what they're called, but they're these circular balls that when they see you, they go towards you. When you jump over them, they keep going towards whatever direction. They're perfectly grid-linear. Then there are... I, I'm not looking up anything. I'm just spouting this all off from fucking blah. Then there are the minigun things. They are also circles, but they fire miniguns. And they fire miniguns at a straight and descending or ascending mm, I am microscopic bit once they detect you. Take cover. Then there are phantom... They're phantom everything, actually. There's even phantom runners. There are even other phantom ninjas. They are represented by a swirling black circle, which if you touch it, guess what? You have one of you who is now doing your run right in your footsteps. And if you touch them, just like if you touch anything at all described in this description, you instantly die. You will die thousands of times. I got awesome at this game forever ago. I died a mathematically inexpressible number of times. That is only the scratching of the surface. Then there are like pounders. These are things that Uh, lurk in the ceilings or on the floor even and when you touch them or when they see you when they see your active side like when you're beneath them then they fall then they fall, they hit and they return to the ceiling and they cannot fire again until they return to their resting position there's so many more there are invisible buttons then there are buttons then there are walls there are also just straight up lasers there are straight up death rays there are straight up moving death rays there are death rays in grids 98 minutes by the way is nowhere near long enough for me to remember all the 10 trillion ways there are to die N++ but N++ is now available for your Steam client and it runs great with a joystick so you don't have to be fucking imprisoned with the goddamn keyboard god damn it it's so much better with a joystick like with a gamepad it's so much better all you need is one button because that's all you have is jump jump and die literally, it's the only other button. self-destruct because there are certain places, certain missions where but anyway who wants some gold? that'll do us for this week check back next week when <laughs> excuse me I had to go outside today so my are fucking killing me again um check out next week Friday, Saturday, or Sunday next weekend is what I meant to say that's what. where we will talk more where we will talk more about M++ but this is a game that is one of those games that could not be subdivided into a category of play-alike because any play-alike of M plus or N or N plus or N plus plus would just be a fucking rip-off straight up rip off of N and we not have the fucking over let's how long has this been going on to quote the famous famous blues tune n plus (laughs) plus Wikipedia oh god I'm getting I'm turning into a stop monster this is not good Aha, which started as the Adobe Flash game N. Stylized as N. is a freeware video game developed by MetaNet Software. It was inspired in part by Load Runner. Yeah. That's right. Get out your Apple IIe's. Another side-scrolling game. It was the first of the N series followed by Nplay. Yeah. N, the original won the Audience Choice Award in the Downloadables category of the 2005 Independent Games Festival. You can make your own. You can do solo cooperative runs. You can also do versus races in M++. All of these features which have forever been locked from us are now ours. So N is now us. I'll see you later this week for this Weekend's episode of the podcast. Thank you for very much for listening. My name is Skookie Sprite. S K O O K I E S P R I T E. Find me on Steam. Friend me on Steam. Um, check out N plus plus. Watch a video of it. Let's see. Oh no no shit! I accidentally pressed the play button, and that means we have to really end the show now. Because once N is N plus plus is on my my main screen, turn on then. Oh, God. I must play it. Um, Check out our Twitch channel. We'll be probably streaming a lot more Dying Light than M++. But, because I'm... Later on, though, once I get very good at it, you'll see a lot of M++. Till then, rejoice. One more item checked off of our checklist. I have our him with it. Well, oh, this is fucking ponderous, man. Ponderous, fucking ponderous. Burn everything incriminating, including this building. Burn all the White House pets and then yourselves. Burn yourselves first. Four or five times. A good idea. Four or five times. Hi there. There is delight in doing things right. Four or five times. It is I, E. B. Farum. Maybe I'll cry I'll get you a drink And if I die I'm gonna try Four or five times Do you like to play? We like to play I like you We like to sing It only runs on Linux We like to go Yaddy yaddy yo Four or five times We're gonna have such fun Bebop 1 You're becoming hysterical Bebop 2 Yes sir Thank you sir Bebop 3 Yaddy yaddy Four or five times Matt Damon There is no Windows version of weaponized chess Boy this is fucking ponderous man Ponderous fucking ponderous It only runs on Linux It's not the problem You alienated part of America I alienated crazy people I like it very much It is I, E.B. Farm. You're becoming hysterical. I'm here, I'm there, I'm fucking everywhere. I'm the Eggman. The best Linux games podcast is brought to you by Blue Wizard is about to die.